Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Genesis 11. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would understand a bit more about you and that we would want to live for your glory and not try to make a name for ourselves. We ask for your help through Jesus. Amen. Genesis 11. Now the whole earth had one language and the same words, and as people migrated from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. And they said to each other, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and they had tar for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top reaches to the heavens, and let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered over the face of the whole earth. Then Yahweh came down to see the city and the tower that humankind was building. And Yahweh said, Behold, they are one people with one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do. So now nothing that they intend to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language there, so that they will not understand each other's language. So Yahweh scattered them from there over the face of the whole earth, and they stopped building the city. Therefore its name was called Babel, for there Yahweh confused the language of the whole earth, and there Yahweh scattered them over the face of the whole earth. These are the generations of Shem. When Shem was one hundred years old, he fathered Arphaxad two years after the flood. And Shem lived five hundred years after he fathered Arphaxad, and he fathered other sons and daughters. When Arphaxad had lived thirty-five years, he fathered Shelah. And Arphaxad lived four hundred and three years after he fathered Shelah, and he fathered other sons and daughters. When Shelah had lived thirty years, he fathered Eber. And Shelah lived four hundred and three years after he fathered Eber, and he fathered other sons and daughters. When Eber had lived thirty-four years, he fathered Peleg. And Eber lived four hundred and thirty years after he fathered Peleg, and he fathered other sons and daughters. When Peleg had lived thirty years, he fathered Ru. And Peleg lived two hundred and nine years after he fathered Ru, and he fathered other sons and daughters. When Ru had lived thirty-two years, he fathered Serug. And Ru lived two hundred and seven years after he fathered Serug, and he fathered other sons and daughters. When Serug had lived thirty years, he fathered Nahor. And Serug lived two hundred years after he fathered Nahor, and he fathered other sons and daughters. When Nahor had lived twenty-nine years, he fathered Terah. And Nahor lived one hundred and nineteen years after he fathered Terah, and he fathered other sons and daughters. When Terah had lived seventy years, he fathered Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Now these are the generations of Terah. Terah fathered Abram, Nahor, and Haran, and Haran fathered Lot. And Haran died in the presence of Terah his father in the land of his birth in Ur of the Chaldeans. And Abram and Nahor took wives for themselves. The name of the wife of Abram was Sarai, and the name of the wife of Nahor was Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah and Iscah. And Sarai was barren. She had no child. And Terah took Abram his son, and Lot the son of Haran his grandson, and Sarai, his daughter-in-law, the wife of Abram his son, and went out with them from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to the land of Canaan. And they went to Haran, and they settled there. 
and the days of Terah were two hundred and five years, and Terah died in Haran. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In this chapter, we will actually be in three different sections as Moses divided them. Chapter 10 started a new section covering Shem, Ham, and Japheth. It is what is sometimes called the Table of Nations, and we are still in that section at the beginning of this chapter for the Tower of Babel. In chapter 10, it says that Nimrod, a descendant of Ham, built the city of Babel, so perhaps this story happens during his lifetime. In Babel, they developed some building techniques and start to make a tower to reach heaven. Their purpose is to make a name for themselves and not be scattered. But God made people in his image for his glory and told them to multiply and fill the earth. So they are doing things their own way for their own glory. There is some humor in this story as the humans are building up to heaven and God comes down to see their little tower. And God decides to confuse their language, to stop their plans from going forward. This seems such a small thing for God to do, but it has major consequences. Language is a major barrier to people working together even to this day. And that is a good thing because often when people work together, it is toward bad ends. So God has put some natural checks and balances into our world with this language barrier. So, they call this city Babel, which is a play on the Hebrew word to confuse, and this later becomes Babylon, which figures significantly in the story of the Israelites, and becomes a major figure in the book of Revelation. So, we see the origin of Babel as a city that is working against God and is easily defeated by God. And that ends this section as Moses designated them. We see over and over that the sections of Moses end with something negative about humans, The previous section ended with the story of Noah getting drunk and Ham dishonoring him. Before that, we ended a section with people getting more and more wicked. And before that, we ended a section with Cain's descendants getting worse. The next section does not end negatively, although it doesn't have any stories. It's just a genealogy. The Generations of Shem You might think that this is a repeat, since we just covered this with Shem, Ham, and Japheth, But Moses thinks it is important, and the point here is to get us to Abram. Just like the genealogy from Adam to Noah, there are ten generations listed. Ten is a number connected to Moses in a lot of ways. So, since it is a handy round number, it may be that Moses left some generations out of these genealogies to get that specific number. Like the genealogy in chapter 5 to get to Noah, the point is not to give us the firstborn, but to get us to the important descendant. So we don't know if these are the firstborn or some other child. In chapter 10, we were given several names of the children of Shem, but in this list we are only given our Faxad. And in chapter 10, our Faxad was listed third. So I expect that our Faxad was born third, but in this list the other children of Shem are not important because we are trying to get to Abram. We quickly close the section on Shem and start a new section about Terah. However, this section is really about Abram, or Abraham as he will later be called. And with this section, we move into a new part of Genesis, where time moves slower and we focus on God's promise. Abram is incredibly important. And now for a deeper dive. I mentioned that Babel, or Babylon, is important in the Bible. It starts here as a picture of defiance against God. Later on, Abraham will fight against kings from the area near Babylon and rescue Lot. 
First, Assyria becomes a major power and threat to the Israelites, but then Babylon defeats Assyria and becomes the new major power, and eventually takes the Israelites captive to Babylon. The book of Daniel is about Daniel in the court of Nebuchadnezzar, the powerful king of Babylon. The prophets have a lot to say about Babylon, and it isn't positive. They say that Babylon will be destroyed and uninhabited, and that is true today. So the book of Revelation uses Babylon as a figure. However, by the time the book of Revelation was written, Babylon was unimportant. Rome was the major power. So, Revelation is using Babylon as a figure, and it is helpful to understand how Babel or Babylon is used in the Bible in order to understand that figure. So, how about us? Do we want to make a name for ourselves? Or do we want to glorify God? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.